0: What's going on, guys? Kieran Italy here from the Pocket Coach Podcast. So, I always say this, but I'm so excited, but I'm more than just so excited, okay? (laughs) Because this lad, I actually met him just before I went on my adventures over to California, Quebec, Bali, and he, out of the two people that I kept in touch with the most back home, he was one of them. Uh, with Geordie actually being the other and um mm-hmm. it, it, you guys are my two most recent friends before I left New Zealand and this is such a profound thing because it goes to show how how truly impactful you really are as a human being. The fact that I've got you know friends that from like three, four years old back in high school, all that, but yet even though I just met this guy I wanted to know him so much more than what um what I found out about him in the one or two months that I knew him before I left. And I want you guys to come from a place of complete openness when you're coming into this interview because where I was at that point in time there's still a lot of close-offness. I want to find the right word for that, but there was a lack of openness when I when I met him and yet I still got so much from him but over the over the year and a half that I've been away, I've opened up so much more and the mm. volumes that you bring yep. to the table in terms of not just not just knowledge but impact, and I think exactly. there's such a lack of impact uh, when it comes to things being executed in that sense of in that sort of way. So what I mean by that is, I'm sure I will introduce them in a second because I want to speak this <laughs> first. Um, I'm sure many of you have come to a place where you might feel like you're creating conversation or you're talking about certain topics that you want people to understand or you want people to know new perspectives obviously maybe certain perspectives helped you but what he doesn't he doesn't just bring a perspective to the table or multiple perspectives he actually brings tools okay and he brings tools that are sharp all right and he's got the yeah he's got the uh the stable hand the strong hand to hold the sharp tools so he knows what to do with him and it's beautiful but the reason why he's got such a strong hand is because of the story that he has okay and mm. the things that he's been through and the and the way he's being able to um, build the strength in that hand that holds the tools so without further ado i want to introduce um. josh Luthway. <laughs> all right that just came off the top of my head bro yeah. um, <laughs> but Intuition. i want to introduce yeah. yeah i really want to introduce josh luthwaite he's a really dear friend of mine and that's the, the reason why he's such a dear friend of mine is obviously all the things that I've just mentioned, but also just the amount of love that you have is just incredible. But mm-hmm. there's obviously a reason for that, which is why I want to dive into that. So yeah. Josh is a business... Um, but what am I? But yeah, I don't know <laughs> where you are, man. You've got you're like so many things, which is beautiful. I guess you're just life. But yeah. he is the founder and owner of a, of a business called Chatbots that he's built himself, um, mm-hmm. which is essentially... Um, Actually, I'll let you describe that quickly.
1: Yeah, so effectively, we help companies utilize Facebook Messenger for marketing. So the equivalent, in a real nutshell, here we go, elevated Mm. pitch. Mm. So if you post as a company, say your your NZ Muscle, Mm. our local gym that we both love, if you post on Facebook, you'll get it just under 8% organic reach. Whereas on our Facebook Messenger, you can build a subscriber base just like on email, but we get on average about 96% open right yeah, now. huge. So yeah. if you've got 10,000 likes, you go on to about 800 people. Whereas with us, you go to 9,600. Yeah. Big impact. Huge. Yeah. Huge. That's basically it's more than
0: 10-folding the business um, reach as well when it comes to that. So uh, just to add to that. But um, he also as well is... You've started coaching people as well, yeah. which is beautiful. Yeah,
1: yeah that's been
0: experienced. Yeah, <laughs> and what I do and what he does is actually slightly different because I take people specifically in a space of anxiousness, overthinking, but willing to do whatever it takes to heal that. And he'll take those that are in a place where they're wanting to expand what they've already grown
1: to. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, people who want to... Uncover their potential mm. and unlock that, and start living their highest potential here and now, right now, today, beautiful. and then see what they can do with that.
0: Yeah, that's huge. Mm. And I feel like we complement each other in such a beautiful way. So I want to get into the story that you have as to what brought you here, where you are, and this, mm. uh, and what people would see and deem as very successful, actually, um, and Thank the you. fact that you built a life in a the corporate world. Uh, where people would be questioning, why the frick did you sit down from that and yes. then start something <laughs> from scratch? Uh, which I'm sure you've obviously got a lot of people asking about that. Yeah. And what brought that? And then how you grew, what you grew from scratch as well. So I want to yeah. take a big circle back to Little Josh. Okay. Yes. So we're going to dive into Little Josh, and I want you to talk yes. about a little about you growing up. Alright? First yeah. of all, so I get we get understand a dynamic of your life in terms of how you grew up, what the kind of person you are. Yeah. And then. I want to take that into maybe some dark
1: times that you've been facing oh yeah, yeah really we'll guess. jump into that yeah so There's let's no. start as yes. little josh okay yes mm. young young josh so from from a very early age i let's say young early age what age would that be i'll say around five years old mm. i loved sport always loved sports my sport at the time was football or incorrectly called soccer gets it in there so (laughs) i i really dived into that and i had a beautiful upbringing so my upbringing was my parents were so incredibly loving and i mean still are my siblings incredibly loving i was always the teachers just always loved me i was the good kid i just like everything was exactly how your childhood i feel is supposed to be And I found my passions. I went at them. Mm. And my family, my parents, they said I can do anything I wanted. Mm. So, I played a variety of sports. It really allowed me and my energy to just explore life and what I want to do with it, what I enjoy, and where I want to take my life. Mm. So, my childhood was perfect. I I would really describe it as that. And from that I'm sure there was still
0: like the little like mini breakups there was other, like, oh yeah yeah well
1: hey that's the definition yeah, of perfect yeah, right yeah, those yeah, life sure. experiences yeah um, the other thing was which we're so just before we started recording I only told you about this like just before yeah okay. uh, so well I was born with a condition called hyperhidrosis now hyper meaning a lot of hydrosis meaning water so effectively it is excessive sweating Now, as you could imagine, being a kid in school, wearing your uniforms. Now, my hyperhidrosis was on my hands and my feet. Now, with that, imagine your whole entire body sweat only going to those two places. Mm. Shaking hands with people immediately. Oh, you got really sweaty hands. Mm. And I would wipe them before I went to shake those, those people's hands. I am in school having to take your socks off for assembly or drama class or anything like that completely embarrassing Mm. so I had that challenge from the moment I was a kid so I learned to go through that I mean incredibly easy target that's for sure Mm. and also some sometimes a target for teachers like teachers would kind of expose that in a way so I had a few teachers who how much did I share? I was hit by a teacher. There's something that I've no. uh, never told you. Whoa. So, I was hit by a teacher. Do you, want, do you mind talking about that quickly? Uh, yeah, it was, this, it was a sequence of, I was in one room, mm. and then another kid was in the room right next door. Teacher was covering both. And basically, I was sat where this kid was in the other room, and this kid was being a menace. So, I was just I was just in the firing line. So, she thought it was him, not me. And when she obviously realized, yeah. But, yeah, that you was all... She thought it was... Oh, she when thought she, it was the oh. other kid. So when she realized it, well, she basically... Not only had she hit somebody, but hit the wrong person. What yeah. happened there? So basically, the school was just like, look, how are you going to deal with it? We will literally do exactly what you want us to do. And so that progressed. So there was that. Uh, I had one other teacher who would actively bully me. And so this is where we start going into how... Things were perfect, yeah. but there was other things as well. So, oh, my always is right. Yeah. yeah, so I had one teacher who would throw a pen across the room, say, "Josh, go pick it up." So this teacher would, yeah, throw that pen across the room in front of the entire class and say, "Go pick it up." Or if another kid did something wrong, it was immediately me. Mm. Just everything would be aimed at me. Mm and then eventually the actual other students were saying this is wrong Mm. and this was in year i think this was in year nine wow so like yeah it wasn't like you know what drove this for the teacher no idea no idea no idea and so eventually i just had enough of it and i just stood up to him um went to the dean's and got it all sorted out whoa yeah and that was that was heated that's for sure yeah um my mum was not yeah yeah you could imagine protective mother so that all happened and so there was these components building up but over so i'll dive into the real yeah yeah i'll kind of go into stuff i've shared with you so at all the way up to 18 apart from those two events yeah. one where i was just i was just wrong wrong place wrong time like i didn't done anything and i i knew that as a kid as well i knew it wasn't i hadn't done anything so i was like not that bothered about it yeah the other one got to me. Mm. And then up until 18, I was always fascinated about how how I, I know there's so much potential inside me. Mm. I know I can get to the top. Mm. I know I can and mm. I will. But how do I do that? Mm. How do I unlock that? So if I, I started playing tennis and tennis I was like right I'm a travel world this is my thing mm. I became a qualified tennis coach when I was 15 years old mm. and then I was a head coach at 20 running a club and through that period I was looking at well what's the strategy to be the best tennis player what's the strategy to be the best at business mm. so I was fascinated by business Were you at that looking point for like a blueprint in a way literally yeah. a blueprint mm. a blueprint blueprint <laughs> blueprint and <laughs> So I was looking for that, and in tennis I found that, in business I found that, however, how can I be the best version of me? Mm. 18 things I'll tell my 18 year old self, right? Elon Musk routines, or this routines, Mm. Steve Jobs, etc., etc., common searches, Mm. and I would then do those routines. That gave me a massive advantage over everybody else, for one, I really grew, massively. And then at 18, it got me to the point where I was starting to do DJing. Mm. I was doing the tennis coaching. I loved the gym. was really healthy. Tennis mm. was going incredibly well. It had worked. I was doing really, really well. Mm. School, everything.
0: Now, what do you think drove that desire to, well, grow? Because a lot mm, of people yes. reach that specific stage yep. and seek comfort, not growth. I know I did mm. for myself. I wanted growth, but I, I wasn't a seeker for it, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For me, I knew I was nowhere near done. Mm. There was so much more to go. But what, what brought this up for you, do you think? Yeah, great question. For me, I just I just knew it's inside of me. Okay. I, like, that, that's the best way I could describe it yeah. of, I've just got this inside me and it yeah. needs to get out. Beautiful. There's just this... I want a life where uh, where you don't you don't set dreams you set goals. Yeah. Dreams are goals. Yeah. Why not go after them? Yeah. Therefore, my dreams massively ambitious, mm. and I knew I could do them, mm. and no, I still can do them. Long, long, mm. long way to go. But if other people can do it, why can't I? Sure. And then just would've said it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you've almost felt this potential within you, and. Went for it and that's beautiful because that's an mm-hmm. internal uh that's a, a situ- situation that's internal not external because yeah. for me there was this external uh desire for accomplishment to prove to others so ah. if i a- accomplished set amount of dollars if i accomplished set um, um like set status or set job yes. or set anything really yeah. set girlfriend whatever yeah. right now I was in a situation where I was trying to get that because that validation would help me feel like I am worthy. Without that, I didn't feel worthy. So I was not even feeling worthy. So I was in a different stage of um, seeking this external validation to increase my worth then and only then could I see myself in a place where, okay, now I can expand. So I definitely went about it very backwards. (laughs) Whereas I obviously and correctly went about that where you
1: from a much younger age and that's beautiful well i would so you raising all that raised memories that i i didn't recall which okay beautiful that that you did that awesome so for me i always wanted to fit in yeah okay cool right so i yeah and Mm. beautifully raised so for me I wanted to fit into the group. Mm. I wanted to, like, I was doing the hundred meter sprints, and yeah. I was, I was doing all that stuff and doing very well, like winning a few times. High jump, high jump. <laughs> I'm yeah. six foot two, yeah, so yeah, it helped, yeah. um, and very competitive. Yeah. Now, I wanted to be accepted by those groups. I mm. wanted to. My idea of worth. Was success mm. and impressing other people. Yeah, okay, this is where I fell <clears alert> into <throat> as well. So I was chasing that, chasing that, chasing that, and as you know, with that, you never get done. Yeah. But a big thing for me was, where's my group? Who do I? Who understands me? Yeah. Who do I fit in with? Because I, I never felt I did, mm. and I look back now and realize, well, I don't think anybody did. Yeah. Um, especially around the sports I would fit in but then they were far more like partying yeah and very out there and I was an introvert I'd say I still am um <laughs> so I I really struggled to find that and now at 26 years old I opened up yeah and we'll dive into that soon. I'm sure I opened up shared more and more about my story mm. and those people who at still up to the age of twenty five I'd never found the people that I fit in with or twenty four I opened up about all these things online publicly mm. and it, I think that created the space, gave the permission to have those conversations, yeah to discuss the mindfulness, discuss mm. how you really are mm. um, to actually talk about work, yeah. Like my ex partner, I could not talk about work. We were at the beach. I remember it distinctly. His relationship ended very shortly after. Around, I was. uh, It's the weekend. Want to talk about work? This deal is going really well. Nearly about to close. Biggest deal in New Zealand history for the company. So in the corporate job, and the response was right. You've got five minutes to talk about work, and then that's it. Whoa. Work is huge to me. Like, Whoa. that is, if I, I don't have work, it's my career. Whoa. So that was. That's like a slap in the face. For me, yes. Oh. And this is where in it's general. that case of for other people as well, maybe that works. I think that was a case in the relationship. It was just the way I was and the way she was, that just didn't work. Yeah. Um, but we, we held on to it, we pursued it as far as we could and with that we knew for sure the yeah. case. but for me yeah uh, fitting in i've now found that cool which yeah thank you for sharing no, your story uh, and awesome kind of i'm raising it real me. glad you got that up and it's um it was a
0: matter i know mm. for myself of um, constantly trying to find ways to fit in externally of like okay cool now i need to raise this part of me i need to lower this part of me so i need to devalue mm. myself here to make people feel comfortable around me i need to somehow make others perceive me that i'm more valuable here and all yeah. this makes me people seem Adjusting right
1: about me. And manipulating yeah and crafting exactly.
0: yourself so putting on all these different masks and then i got to a stage where um i finally realized and i know you've done the same where it's like okay well no if i'm trying to validate myself externally then i'm manipulating myself and creating li- i'm lying to myself whereas if i validate myself internally first mm. then i don't need to do that and then the right people will come
1: right exactly and did you find that somewhere oh completely yeah it was also the matter of for me i've done a lot of internal work past few years Mm. a a lot with that it was really learning well this is who i am i'm standing for that i'm not changing as much you always got to shift around people ever so slightly Mm. but never lose who you are Mm. and that was something i was doing previously completely changing like if there was a conversation and it was about a certain topic, I would just follow the group dynamic and the group yeah. perspective oh, to fit in. Speak to the group. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's about not, not thing, right. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the groups are Yeah, that's a topic. Yeah. Groups I am very open in that. I do not like group environments. I think you, you just, just don't stay away clicks. from them. I think it's... Because, like, for example, the the youth group that we're in, you know what I mean? That's yeah, true. Yeah, so it's not a click. But I think it's it. the... So that group environment, that is our coaching. Mm. But I think from a social perspective, mm. a coaching perspective, it's very... We're all on the same direction. Yeah, well, it's um, collaboration, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but socializing in groups, I, I love personal connection. Mm. If I'm that's spending time with you, it's connection. yeah, yeah and energy exchange what do you want to call that in a group environment I don't get enough of a return going very transactional but I don't get enough of a return and enjoyment from that I, uh, yeah I don't like putting yeah. that energy in and want to get back in return if you're going into an interaction feeling <clears throat> less energy than you had before
0: you went into it There and yeah, yeah. and that's meant to be a social interaction yes. that's meant to raise you then obviously yeah. it's doing there's something there that probably needs yeah. to be addressed
1: yeah yeah. and there's always the there's the, of course the very understandable and valid argument of well if you're going into a group environment with that perspective what do you expect yeah, right yeah. so kind of calling myself out however I guess I look at it I'm like right certain groups can work I've got one group that it actually beautiful works it was nice beautiful. and that was only last week no mm-hmm. no that was Friday night so a few days ago cool. um, but outside of that one on one I spend time with you I feel you man that. I feel you man I know for myself before it was like
0: <laughs> if I'm in a group then look at all my friends you know what I mean yes. <laughs> for me, that was yeah. a big factor opposed to if I'm just with someone one-on-one uh, there's this very interpersonal opportunity to feel judged within myself um, mm. and so I would actually go more for groups even though I would feel more lonely in groups but yeah. it, was, it was there was less opportunity for me to feel like I was judging myself or rather as people would say of mm. what are these people thinking of me right
1: that's just my internal judgment but yeah 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 there's a stoic philosophy stoicism we'll get into yeah yeah, that's (laughs) just you wait Ah! (laughs) (laughs) so there's a stoic philosophy around it's discussed by seneca in his letter to Lucilius. i'm giving like i'm being quite rude and being Mm. like however nonetheless so it's all about identifying people who hide in groups so if you observe a man who's walking down the street on his own don't think perhaps that or don't jump to the conclusion that that person is lonely and has no friends Hmm. why not jump to the conclusion that that person is confident on their own and don't need to hide from themselves and there's a lot of people i observe who i i believe that's the, I'm going to hide in this group. Mm. You don't have to deal with yourself when you're in a group. And there's so much other energy and stimulus around you. You don't have to look internally. Totally. And that's I where I spent a lot of time by myself. Yeah. A lot of time being right. That friend group is done. Mm. I've had my time there. But I need a shift. I have no idea when these new friends are going to come in. I have no idea about any of that. If it's the right thing, this or that. But I have faith that it will. And I'm gonna look at me. Yeah. And that was some deep shit. Yeah, man. There. That's huge. That was some serious deep shit. And I know but when I look back as well,
0: I never realized at the time, but what I would observe in others, for example, if I saw that one person walking down the street on their own, I'd instantly judge lonely. But why? Because I know I'd feel lonely in that situation. Yeah. So that's what I could see. So yes. I could only judge everything based off my internal yeah. world. Yeah. And yeah. now I would see, man, this person, yeah, exactly what you said, this person is confident. Um, happy to be independent and is able to find a sense of worthiness and happiness on their own which is beautiful yes but that's because that's what i find within myself now before so it's crazy how that sort of flips things doesn't it exactly yeah yeah Yeah. that's powerful so now actually i want to dive into uh your darkness because oh yeah yeah there's there's a big field here where uh there's there's these constant fluctuations and phases where it's like oh wow it could not get any worse than it does and th- this, yep. is, this is obviously yeah <laughs> yeah and this might sound familiar to a lot of people be like oh man oh, there's you know many situations where it's like that but this is to another extreme and you'll hear it very shortly um and this isn't to i don't want you to listen to this and think oh well um my problems are nothing it's not that it's your perspective of, of those problems because at the end of the day what yeah um how you go about it and how you are internally based off that situation is where where the suffering is not the actual situation isn't it
1: and i'm really pleased that you raised that because there's so i i do some speaking about life events that took place to me like that literally the definition Mm. of it it Mm. just happened to me Mm. didn't ask for it that's for Mm. sure and then approach that and it is a common thing people say oh my problems are insignificant. Yeah. I have no right to feel the way I do mm. because of you. Well, yeah. there's always going to be somebody worse. I yeah. think that's one. Yeah. The second is your body just experiences pain from things that happen. Yeah, And that, like, my definition of pain now is at such a level totally. that, I mean, things don't impact me as much, but only because I've experienced that far. Mm. So this is a... All right, here's something. Mm. Okay, we've... Um, all right. Cool. So, okay. year 13, I was at Rangitoto College, and there I was a peer support leader. And the person I was a support member for, they were looking at going into drugs. Mm. And they were in year 9, and with them, they were... Yeah, they, they had some really tough stuff. Like, it wasn't fair on them. And I suddenly came to this realization, life is literally like an elastic band, okay? Now, anybody's more than welcome to share this, I no idea where it came from. Call it gut feeling, eh? So, if you experience lows that are here mm. and highs that are, well, let's say lows that are here and highs that are here, mm. you're... Difference in experience isn't that much. Mm. So when you experience the low, it's mm. not that far mm. from the high. Mm. So your body's realization of the difference isn't that much. Mm. If you then take somebody I... who their low is here and their high is here, mm. this feels far worse because your neutral point is far further yeah. from that point. Yeah, for sure. So for me, I've experienced massive highs. Yeah. Huge highs. Yeah and incredible lows mm. and being aware of this I know well my neutral point the highs feel great Yeah. the lows feel really rough yeah. but at the same time I'm like well I've been there
0: yeah and, but you know what it's funny because and I say funny not in a way where it's haha like mm. let's laugh but it's funny because it's something that shouldn't be the case but it is which is if you just went to a general practitioner you'll be diagnosed with bipolar and given, um, given medication straight away without a single thought of like okay. actually address and this is well I, I know I experienced this myself yeah. man when yeah. I went to a doctor and talked about my struggles I wasn't aware that it was because my intelligence was working against me I just thought there was a chemical imbalance but why was that chemical imbalance there? Yes. I never qu- got questioned that I was instantly yeah. told oh you're diagnosed with depression um, anxiety here you go um, let's give you some SSRIs um, mm. I'm glad I said no at that point but that's another story yeah. But the thing is, it was based off how I was internally treating myself. And I was in a place where I could actually do something about it. I could actually work on myself. Mm. Sure, if I wasn't, that's a different story. Yes. Medication, sure, would be valid. But yeah. that's the scary thing is how easily it is to be put in a place where it's like, okay, here's the answer. Now I'm going to put my um, capability of happiness and joy and mm-hmm. internal validation in this drug. Yeah, That's scary. So. Yeah. I, I, I think it's beautiful that you raised yeah. that point very Thank beautiful um, because that that's such a beautiful image It's um, just so mm. valid it's almost like a like a pendulum you know the, the further it swings one way the further that's it can swing the other yeah. way and
1: like when it, you yeah. know when it's all the way over here yeah. you know how far away you are from oh, here oh yeah um, and I think that that's the big thing there's the advantages I said I know I've been there so if I experience something that's pretty rough well I've been here mm. easy so, in terms of that story, so for me, so we got to the point of 18, I was doing the coaching, mm. starting up DJing as well, wow. and going to university, loving the gym, and I was setting up businesses. I was still fascinated about... What's the, there's got to be a life strategy? Where is it? <laughs> Everybody's done yeah, a life. Yeah, yeah. Where's the blueprint, <laughs> um, I love it's, the uh, logic mind. Yeah, that, I was just like, oh come on, surely. <laughs> I, I mean, and if there wasn't one, i make him one. Yeah. But there is one: stoicism, in short. Mm. Now, eighteen, uh, sorry, nineteen. I experienced my first real hard thing, which was glandular fever. Mm. For those who don't know glandular fever, you so at the gym, my goal was to get to 80 kg, and I swear I was a week away. I was so hyped. I and I was like oh, I am a little bit tired. I'm just going to I'm going to take the next few days off. Play the long game. Don't just push. Yeah, yeah. smart man. I wouldn't have So that. I did that, and that was a place of intuition. I can see that very clearly now. Then 2 weeks went by, I still wasn't Right. Went to the doctors, glandular fever, and I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm, I'm just a bit tired. There's nothing wrong with me. So I then got chronic fatigue. Mm. Like, I imagine, okay, this was my life with glandular fever. I had to drop out of uni. Mm. I couldn't do DJing anymore, mm. which was this new passion I was getting into. Couldn't do that. I definitely couldn't go to the gym. Tennis coaching is my source of income. Couldn't do that anymore one or two pieces of toast would last me all day and i would just stay in bed and i wasn't allowed to drive well i i i could drive however i drove to subway once to meet up with my friends hadn't seen them for a while and they had to drive me home from subway because i was so tired wow and i went down to 66 kg (sighs) at six foot two 66 kg And so that was glandular fever, and obviously that's the impact that had on me, dropping out of everything. That's the way to my ex girlfriend, that So, through all of that, I was not in a good place. Yeah, really. I light. mean, ev- everything that made me happy was, I, I wasn't able to do. Mm. A lot of crying, a lot of why, all mm. that. Then, 20 got right, so i gone back to the gym. And then mum was diagnosed with the big C word. So mum was diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah. And very fortunate, had the loving family. Everybody everybody loved us. We yeah. had so much support, food was dropped off. Often, oh. my dad was always there, like cleaning the house, we would help out. Um, we didn't help out as much as we should have, very openly. Uh, I think just being at that age, just not oh, fully yeah, aware, yeah. um, then, from that went through that, then things so things were rough, and I was now head coach of the club. I was DJing around New Zealand, uh, so that came back up quickly, which was great. And uh, university still getting back into the gym, so things were all moving, businesses, all that. Then, as you know, at 23 years old, so mum's still going through treatment, chemo, radiation. I mean, all of those as it progresses. This is where things really just continued, just continued, 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 and I was like, "What the hell? What the heck?" So, December two thousand and sixteen, my parents separated. That's always hard, I and mean, that's always hard. Yeah, that came out of nowhere, and yeah, that that shit is not easy. Mm. And then it was next event was then June. 20- do you mind? Do you mind talking yeah. about
0: how you? progressed or regressed in these moments
1: i'm thinking i'll run do you mind if i run through all of it and then because really the thing i'm I'm keen to get across is that just constant effect yeah and so it was july or june june 2017 my sister got viral meningitis what the heck a week later got a phone call from my uncle in the uk my mum's sister had suddenly passed away So a week later, when my mum's going, right, my daughter's got meningitis, then my sister's passed away completely Mm. out of nowhere. Mm. And then it was February 2018. I then separated or broke up with my girlfriend Mm. at the time. And that was my first and only proper relationship. Mm. Like we were together a year. That was that first real I'm in this opened up and then february 2018 again mum got the five year all clear so from the breast cancer you can come off all medication you are cancer free it's gone until it was may 2018 mum was diagnosed with metastatic cancer so for those who don't know what that is that is completely incurable so completely incurable We thought that was all sorted with, and it was just dealing with all these other things. It's like three months later. Yeah. So that just hit. And that was from just a sudden, let's do a, let's just do a blood test. Mm. Yeah. So that was bloody hard. Mm. (laughs) So that that whole period was just relentless. Mm. It really was just going on and on and on. And that, as you know, had an impact. The well, best way that I describe it was... Imagine... Alright, here we go. Imagine waking up. You've woken up December 2016. Okay. And you go to get in your car in the morning and you're going to go to work. Mm. Or you're going to go see a friend. You're going to mm. go to the gym. You're going to go do something that makes you happy. And your car doesn't start. Mm. Now you have to find out what's broken, Mm. okay? Then imagine that happening every single day through till, I would say, late 2018. And you know every day your car's not going to start. You've got to fix it. You're going to be late. You're going to be tired. You're going to just be over it. The toll of that for three, uh, two years, that's how it felt. Mm. Every single day, what's broken, not even gonna bother turning the car on it just was broken Let's mm. trying to fix it what mm. was up just it was it was just drained mm. completely but I had the so in terms of how I felt through that whole period I had the massive advantage over my siblings of one I was older but also I was already doing the morning and evening routines yeah that I learned from the 18 things I tell my 18 year old self I was doing the meditation I knew every single high up person did meditation I should do meditation, so I was doing that, so I was wearing my emotions, I had learned bits and pieces about Stoicism, not that much, and yeah, I, I was in a good place, I was a really happy person, optimistic, all of that, and then it just it's completely sapped out. so I was okay, and then I completely wasn't, I was, I didn't do anything that made me happy, there was no businesses, DJing I was stepping back from, I wasn't playing tennis anymore, wasn't going to the gym anymore. Wasn't spending time with friends or family. I just worked. Yeah, work was my my corporate job was my. I wouldn't talk about anything. Right. I would just go there work, just focus one task at a time. Make the phone calls, doing sales. Would this almost become a vice for you? Actually, at that point in time. Vice meaning. Vice meaning. Okay, here's my problems. This is my way to get to create space completely and and utterly I would work late so I got to the point I was offered to cover so I was covering Asia Pacific for sales I was then offered to partially cover all of Europe and all of the Middle East Mm. so I was like I mean one opportunity to grow as in my career massive huge and do you mind talking about the car? yeah yeah. (laughs) yes so I had a I had a vision board, which I made about two years prior mm. to that point, and I always wanted an Audi RS5. So, a 2012 Audi RS5, black on black on black. Believe it or not, I love the color black. it Got <laughs> me on a day where I'm not wearing it, and it was yeah. A year later, I after a very good year of sales mm. because that was my vice. Mm. I yeah that yeah, went incredibly well like yeah. really well I couldn't imagine how well that went. I bought an Audi RS5, mm. bought a property, uh, bought so went in with my dad buying an investment property, and bought an Audi RS5 black on black on black with an exhaust system. Wow. And I actually forgot that I made the vision board. Yes, yeah, I, I completely, you completely forgot. I you. And I was making one for my next car or something else, my room or whatever. I was like, oh my word black rs 5 that's mm. the name of the pinterest board yeah. screenshot it it was like a year ago yeah. couldn't believe it yeah so the work was a way out and then I met up with my great friend oliver such have you met him yet No, uh, not yet no just connected you on need on the to meet those mm. yeah so met up with my great friend oliver such he knew me before all this stuff happened mm. but we hadn't caught up in so long we mm. met up and he just knew straight away this is not you. There was no energy. There was no ambition. There was just, yeah, work's going well, smashing sales, blah, blah, blah. There was no mindfulness. I wasn't doing the morning and evening routines anymore. That was just too hard. Relationship was not happy and that was sapping everything out of me. I mm. uh, couldn't be who I was. Mm. Uh, I couldn't do anything that I wanted to really, but that was more my energy levels. Mm. It wasn't a case of you can't do that. It wasn't mm. that at all. And yeah, I got called out by my good friend, Ollie, going, Mm -hmm. you need to sort this out. Mm. And I dove right into Stoicism, Mm. which is that cheat sheet where there's like 270 letters, something like that, from Seneca that is the only documented history of, not only, sorry, but the biggest documented history of Stoicism. Mm. Each letter is a way to be the happiest you can possibly be in Mm -hmm. every life situation. Was founded in 300 BC. I dove right into that. Beautiful. As a result, I then started the morning and evening routines again. I was doing wake up, I would then say everything I'm grateful for in the shower. I would then do visualizations of my dream future in the shower. So these are those tools that you alluded to at the beautiful introduction. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. Um blushing. So, <laughs> rose <of laughs> cheeks. And So, I'll do the visualization. Now, in the shower, yes, it uses up a lot of water. However, you cannot be distracted in the shower. Door's locked. Mm-hmm. There's no phone. There's running water mm-hmm. where us as, as beings are connecting with the earth. Complete tranquil space. And I'll let you guys on a little
0: secret. Um, you know, that state of headspace that you get into when you're watching TV and your girlfriend or boyfriend or yeah. parent can't uh, even bug you because you're so focused on the TV and you can't hear anything else around you that's called being in an alpha state an alpha brainwave state and that's exactly what happens when you've got water trickling of you so that focus mm. state and yeah it gives you such ability and capability yeah. to just Focus on gratitude or focus on yeah
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's and I think relating it to like the TV. Yeah. So related. Oh bro. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> word. No, through Instagram. <laughs> uh so yeah, I would do the visualization and then boom, cold shower, cold as possible, and try and not try, maintain the visualization through the cold shower. Mm. Building the strength. Oh something yeah. very uncomfortable. You also have a massive laugh at yourself because you're like, "Why the hell are you going? Middle of winter? Yeah. You're there, visualise your dream future. Yeah. yeah, let's throw some freezing cold yeah. water in yeah. on. Yeah, it's gonna be cold <laughs> when I get out. I mean, it's just, it's hilarious. Yeah. And then I would do. I'll drive in silence. I think it's just
0: because you're an absolute nutter that you find that hilarious, mate. (laughs) I I believe that. Even now, even now, I'll be like, I'll switch my cold shower and I'll be like pumping myself. Not even kidding, I did this this morning. I'm like, (laughs) bro, I'm like taking massive deep breaths. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) okay, then I go. go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The other thing is too. So there's um. So diving, I'm keen to jump on on this very quickly. If you find, if you find that your morning showers are nice and cold, but they're too easy, this is what you should do. Hmm. Sit on the ground. Torture yourself. (laughs) Meditate. Meditate focusing on the water, focusing on imagining it on your skin. Imagine the cold. Imagine snow, ice, and you're naked on the snow and ice. And then, once you've reached that point, there's no... Let's go, let's go, playing loud music. There's none of that. That's distraction mm. of the senses. That's mm. the easy way. Mm. You then, in this meditative state, you go in front of the shower. It's not on yet. You point at yourself. You just close your eyes and just... Mm. And you hold that meditative state. There's no wow. clapping. There's no... Yeah. None of that. Internal. Yeah, that's beautiful. Internal. Well, I think that's
0: one something I want to try now because what I'd normally do is I'd amp myself a little bit or I would at least oxidate yeah. myself yep. and then um, yep. then I'll step in but then I'll go for the meditative state but I love the idea of can you be meditative while your body goes through a state of shock or normally go through
1: a state of shock and that is control of your mm. body um, yeah so the the other tool I would do would be always gym in the morning love that again and that makes you feel I mean when I feel when I put a shirt on and the sleeves are tight I feel good Mm. I feel good about myself whether that's because I've grown Mm. or because the shirt is way too small irrespective and with that I feel strong I feel empowered I feel confident but I'm sure you agree
0: with me on this as well and this is something that I know I did um, for a while which was Mm. um, put so much emphasis on okay if my body is this way then I would feel good but what happens when I get sick what happens when yes. like, I get it injured or yeah. something like that? And then, it, then my body yes. deteriorates in a way that I don't like yes. because I'm attached to the identity of my body's. Like when my body's yeah. like this, I feel good. Glandular fever, yeah. I learned that one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And it's that. So do you want to talk about that worth? for you? Because you've been through yeah. a couple of moments when that's been a case. Yeah, massive. Yeah,
1: for sure. It, you really realize at that point how much your worth has been associated to image. Mm, and fitness. Cool. Cool on, yeah. So you realize that. And then you seriously. Come to terms with it. Like big time. So for instance. Right now. My brother. He had a very impressive. Um, biking. Mountain biking accident. Yeah. His collarbone. Was in three different pieces. Oh. And about to protrude through the skin. Huh. So yeah. <laughs> there's the pre-warning. Uh, yeah, And with that. Of course, you cannot go to the gym yeah. for a very, very long time. He had Love surgery, that. all of that. And I'm it's bringing back all these memories of me when I had the fever of, I'm looking at my body and going, I've lost so much weight. I've yeah. lost strength, everything. Where's that association? I think that comes from, you look at super Superman, you look at all the superheroes, they're strong. Yeah. Right? It's that build-up. You look at the rugby players, especially in New Zealand. Mm. Don't get me started on mm. that. And so for me in terms of coming out of that i would say i re- actually actually you know what? i'd say i haven't oh, I'll yeah, genuinely yeah. say i haven't come out of oh, that man, and i haven't fully definitely and i know my worth around chatbots as a mm. business the mindfulness coaching djing there's strength in that but i put a lot of weight on strength mm. and my fitness and with that I get that's one of my energy sources so everybody has energy sources that for you and for you for me they're different sources of energy for me it's music yeah. as we were playing before we started yeah music going to the gym mm. I also love personal branding putting mm. stuff up online mm. and being able to make that impact that difference and just share my life I get power from that and the deep meditation now, in my life, I prioritise all of those energy sources. If I do that, I'm happy. Yeah. The gym being one of those, I need to do that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, what is a good way for people to go about finding the energy sources?
1: Great question. One, hmm. was just like I was doing when I was a kid. Hmm. Anything that interests you anything that you're curious about that you want to try try them mm. like i'm i'm still to this day i really want to learn the piano now i don't know if that's going to be one of my energy sources or not but i really want to try it and therefore there's something there that means it could be one of my maybe might be my biggest energy source i stop everything and then i become mm, a pianist no. You never <laughs> know, right? so with that i would say anything that interests you do it yeah and measure kind of like from this day forward measure how you feel coming up to it yeah and how you feel after it yeah i think this is important and with that if you feel coming up to it that just drains my energy Hmm. and afterwards i'm like oh that's an energy leak Hmm. it's an energy drain Hmm. anything towards what that is in your life You need to remove it Mm. or reduce its impact. Mm. However, if after the gym, I feel strong, empowered. Mm. After a meditation, I feel creative. Mm. I feel inspired. After spending time with certain people like yourself, I feel lifted. So, that's another energy source. So, anything that makes me lift up, that's an energy source. Do more of that. And the ideal life is where... You only do your energy sources. Yeah, yeah, like that. That can literally be a life of you only do what makes you feel mean. Oh yeah. Of course, there's times it's up down, but yeah, that's what everybody's life should go towards. Why do something that drags you down? Yeah, right. That's important. Yeah.
0: So. I wanna I think this is actually a very important point, but I wanna rewind it before you started implementing um oh sorry, no, you were implementing energy sources. But then came a time when you hit your massive low, probably Mm. around about um maybe it was twenty eighteen when it was yeah it was part of that came and then you stopped actually. Yeah, being active with the energy sources. Yes.
1: Or active with the energy sources I would put even later. So I started getting I started getting into them. Yeah. Yes. However, I wasn't, it, it wasn't an everyday priority and commitment. Hmm. So I was identifying them and I was doing them here and there. Yeah. There was no consistency. With that, I would be having good times, rough times. It was more fluctuating. Whereas now, the commitment with our coach, yeah. uh, so been working with him since April, hmm. that became a big thing of, right next like few weeks i'm just going to prioritize my energy sources in every way yeah i did it best week (laughs) that was a bloody good time yeah so with that it was like right just keep doing that yeah so i would only say that was probably four months ago wow and i was like right what do i need to do to make the most out of these energy sources and make commitments with that Mm. and so the career meditation process Mm. music i'm now finding music again i've got personal trainer who holds me accountable Mm. so i have put measures in place Mm. to prioritize those beautiful yeah
0: but there was a point where you were struggling to implement them because of the low time do you mind talking about that what that was like for you how you experienced that and what was the turning point for Mm. you from that in that low point
1: yeah for me the initial turning point was the shift to make the change. So that was the Stoicism. Yeah, I see. Listening. So I would listen to one letter mm. from Seneca. It's, it's an audiobook called The Tower of Seneca mm. presented by Tim Ferriss. With that, each chapter is just letters. It mm. took you through. So I would listen to one letter going to work mm. and one letter coming home. Mm. And then I would embody to practice that and implement that. Mm. So I've now been through that book four times mm. of the chapters that was one the other was right morning and evening routine mm. so i had control i had clarity yeah. and i was looking internally and learning about myself mm. and then right what's dragging my energy down yeah address those cool. whether remove it or reduce its impact mm. and then what makes me feel great yeah beautiful lift that up yeah i mean having all four of those running it it was like is that like a hockey stick mm. it was going along, going along, and then it started lifting, lifting, lifting. Yeah. So I was like, Right, I always enjoyed the gym. Yeah, got a trainer, got back into that, lost consistency with it, but I was, I was, it was changing. And then meditation, I just downloaded the app, whiteboarding. Oh my god, whiteboarding, setting goals. I hadn't done that for the whole past year and a half. Yeah, right. I wrote, I bought. How many whiteboards did I buy? I think I've got seven oh. in my room. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Whiteboards. Yeah. So I would do the whiteboarding. That gave me direction. Yeah. That got me inspired. Gave me the ambition. And then loved setting up the business. Yeah. That's when chatbots started. Mm. So that chatbots holds a very special place in my heart where that was what I started at those tough times. Yeah. And then I did the full-time job in the business throughout yeah. that period. So I literally was like, right, just feeling a shift with stoicism. Mm. Let's just dive into these things. Mm.
0: So now I want to actually go back even just like one stage before the stoicism, um, yep. because obviously there would have been a point where you're like, okay, now I need to do something about this. Because the stoicism was a tool, but yes. there was a hand that held the tool. That so was
1: Ollie. What?
0: Okay, so Ollie, was Ollie. Okay, so yes. now I want I want you to talk to people who True. might not have an Ollie. For example, yes, yeah, okay. Well, so what would you say?
1: I would say that we are your Ollie. Mm, so I but, would just say, you having been there, yeah, and everything feels really hard. Mm. The first step I'd recommend doing, and it's important to note, it's best to do this on a one-to-one basis. However, one-to-many, one step one. Look at what drains your energy. Yeah. Because in that time, you're literally feeling that everything is just so freaking hard. Mm. Like the the car needs fixed every day. It's just a toll. You don't want to deal with it, but you have to. So putting more things on your plate, like adding in, I need to do this as my morning and evening routine. I need to do this. I need to do that. That's just more things on top of how you're already feeling. Now, that was my experience. Yeah. And I know a lot of other people have felt that way. So the step one is to look at what is draining your energy and reduce it or remove it completely. Yeah. Okay. The next step is look at what lifts your energy Mm. or start looking into that. Mm. Because now you've created space. You've created space where you, you are no longer spending time on this. You're no longer... Going and doing these activities that you know aren't going to work for you. Yeah. So now you've got that space. Put in things that fascinate you. Cool. So for instance, I've, somebody I re- met up with recently, they were told, you need to meditate, you need to do this, you need to mm-hmm. do that, you need to do this, this, this. But meditation for them, they they can't sit there and go on, um, yeah, for sure, they can't do that, yeah, and um, they go into the gym, they mm. don't enjoy the gym, mm. and so doing those things doesn't work for them, yeah. however, mm. ask yourself, right, meditation, mm. what is it as an activity that makes you feel content, present and clear, okay, meditative. Mm walk exactly what is a meditative task that you enjoy because it
0: doesn't have to be meditation does it yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah,
1: beautiful so that would be walking on the beach
0: yeah that
1: could be instead of doing yoga Mm. you're stretching before you do kickboxing Mm. and then instead of the gym you do kickboxing Mm. and so and then if you don't enjoy exercise at all maybe that's playing the piano
0: yeah
1: Uh, so it's completely unique to you what fills you with energy mm. the third thing is definitely an evening routine mm. where you so a morning routine starts the night before yeah I mean, your so brain is not designed to wake up and then make decisions straight away who wants to do that anyway <laughs> right it's you're having the cold shower it doesn't matter yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah so the night before have a look at your day yeah. because the brain is engineered as you know to focus on the negatives. Mm. Write out everything positive. Mm. And there's there's other tasks you can do with that. I'd say just do that to start with. Next is you prep what clothes you're going to wear. Mm. What are you going to have for breakfast? What meetings have you got? What What's your plans in the evening? Now, they can change. And that's actually the beauty of doing it the night before. You go, oh, 6 p.m., that's an energy leak. I'm canceling that. Mm. One oh, thirty? No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. That's oh, an energy leak. Yeah. So now you go, right, I'm going to do this instead. Yeah. Now you get fired up. You get excited. Yeah. Now you're more excited for your day. And at that period in your in your life where I was, being excited for your day is a huge win. Huge. And that's it. Now you write that at the end of your day. Yeah. Then. So you prep that night before, your breakfast, your clothes, everything. Now when you wake up, you just do what you... What you had organized. You don't need to start thinking this and that. You've got control. It's your day. It's not anybody else's. It's yours. And then in the morning, you can just say what you're grateful for in the shower. So get yourself into the shower. Now you can't just go back into bed. So you get into the shower straight away. You then say, I'm grateful for this because of this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's the most impactful way to do gratefulness. Mm. And then visualize your dream future. Mm. Smash that thing on freezing cold. You get out, you put your clothes on that you've already prepped in that before. You've already got your breakfast sorted out. You've also got your lunch sorted out as well. So you don't need to worry about that. All right, I'm bossing the day. I feel pretty good. And then you jump in the car and then driving what you can do if you're by yourself. Just drive in silence and just focus on your breathing. And then you can do affirmations and yeah, so that's good. I'm going to take this as an opportunity. So you mind if I just mentioned the book home place running? Yeah. Mm. So I found these, all these activities, these tasks completely changed my life mm. of going from not just struggling and want to be better right now. I'm better. I want to live my dreams. I'm going after it. Mm. You don't just have to be better. There's Mm. so much more. And from that, as you know, for me, I built that business. Now I live a lifestyle of meditating whenever I want, go to the beach when I want, see who I want to see whenever I want. And I think an
0: important thing to touch on, because we both went um, through this um, earlier on in the podcast, which is, okay, why do I want to be better? And that's a big part, right? It's not just, okay be better because you can be but okay why do i want to be better because if the drive is i want to be better to validate myself externally then Mm -hmm. i'm just going to create more internal strife than i already have yes isn't it so now just just mention for you what um what was maybe a big part of um throughout the story that we've just gone over which is absolutely extraordinary what was maybe a big part of that story that allowed you to um flick that switch from okay i'm not doing this for my this external validation i'm doing that for the internal
1: for the internal it was this it's hard to describe but simple at the same time Mm -hmm. i i was born that way i was born with a frame of mind of i'm living my dreams okay Okay. and that's just that i was actually a little worried you might say that because what about those that
0: exactly so for
1: me my personal mission Mm -hmm. is to help people commit to their dreams, mm. live their dreams, mm. and then reevaluate when they get mm. there as well. Now, for those people who are not that way, mm. well, I only say it with such certainty because mm. I know that purpose. And I I don't want th- people to think purpose is a thing that you find inside of you. I only found that because I was trying all this stuff yeah. and I had these dreams and I was going after them. Yeah, I learn my purpose from doing the things that i enjoy mm. so do what you enjoy and then evaluate yeah the other thing is like i like my parents for instance yeah doing things for the benefit of us as kids mm. well that's external yeah so it's a little bit hazardous around that but you need to look at it internally for sure mm. What do you want from life? Also, now actually thinking about it,
0: I don't know if you were actually born specifically that way because you still did externally validate yourself growing yes. up in you. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. So
0: there, there would have been something there for you that allowed you to be like, actually, no. Now I'm not going to um, continue to do this mm. for the purpose of validating myself for external purposes. I'm going to do this for me. So and you that's that? yeah.
1: So I do you to think on that for a moment? Because well, oh, I okay. This is creating a very beautiful thought process. Cold. Thank you. No, Big time. Thank you. So for me, my biggest energy source, mm. which I've now just discovered from that question, Oh, come on. Yeah, that's believe, awesome. my biggest energy source is helping people live their dreams. Oh, cool. That is my biggest energy source. Yeah. And with that, I wanted that for myself. Oh yeah. And therefore that is what triggered that yeah this willingness to serve not take yes ah yes boy that was was quite a yeah so good i'm glad that's on camera (laughs) (laughs) 10 years time (laughs) yeah but i think that's i think energy sources are you've really got me diving in and i'm conscious we are coming to the end this is where it's getting fired up yeah I believe your life should just be your energy sources. Mm. And life is literally about finding what for you without judgment Mm. is your energy source. Mm. And then doing that. Because energy source is what fills your soul, makes you feel fired up, makes Mm. you feel alive, Mm. inspired, excited. Totally. And I'm just going to interrupt you just for a split
0: second because I think everyone has an experience like this, which was I used to force ride a lot. And I horse-rided because yeah. my mom wanted me to horse-ride. So it yes. was, okay, um, that's not my energy source because I don't enjoy it truly, but I'm doing it to validate my mom who would then I'd feel like would validate yeah. me then because of that. So yes. that was obviously a, a toxic look that yeah. I created in my own mind because my mom yeah. would love me unconditionally. So I think it's definitely important for people to come to terms with, okay, where is it that they're using said what's perceived as an energy source as a validate as terms of validation yeah not actually as a true energy source yeah so it's becoming aware of that too isn't it definitely yeah. it
1: is because you need to find what's authentic and true to mm. you and that's very hard it's not an easy process mm. at all um i mean if it was easy this wouldn't be something we <laughs> have to talk about awesome, right, right? Yeah. um and it's a very different perspective on living your life where it literally is what fills your energy? Yeah. Go and do it. And it's, it's, tell you what, that simplifies so much. Oh man. That really, really. simplifies a lot. And yeah. life is, life can be so complex, but it can be so simple. Yeah. And I've chosen to just do the simple route. Yeah, bro. And that was a choice. And with a simple life, it's a matter of right. Does it fill my energy? Does it not? If it doesn't, I'm not doing it. And it's out of my life. It's beautiful. I quite like that ah, so dude I like. so
0: good <laughs> me too I'm a fan yeah man I'm no, a fan not adding yeah. about 10 different questions to try and validate that specific thing no, it's just no. one question does this bring yeah. energy
1: <laughs> and, there's, and there's definitely value in understanding the why mm. however that comes at a certain time and it's not putting so much gym. power
0: on that either because at the moment I've got so much power on the why then I'm mm-hmm. constantly searching for something and feeling lost without it but then yeah. the moment I create something it's I'm dedicating myself to that one reason, thinking that there's no other, but then that closes me off, doesn't it? Yeah. So the, I think power on the question why it shouldn't be such a big thing. It should be just okay. Does this yeah. bring energy, or is it not? And
1: yeah. the other thing is the so there's there's so many things we go through. Oh, but, well, another one is, is being. To you either, like, yeah. <laughs> <get> so excited. <laughs> another one is being really decisive. So make decisions just there and then. Mm. Like don't. Like, sometimes I catch myself. I'll be talking, 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 or I'll be really thinking, and then I'll suddenly be like, I've been thinking on this for, like, five minutes. I haven't come to a decision yet about what I'm having for dinner, or my plans are tonight. That's now an energy Yeah. So, if you're sat there, and you are, why do I enjoy, like, Hmm. for instance, if I was to look at my life, and I said, why do I enjoy helping people live their dreams? how much energy you think it's yeah. right <laughs> However, you're gonna be thinking about like that for the end, next two like years that's like how's the universe made right um so for that it was like well that's just what it is mm. as of like 10 minutes ago yeah. always there <laughs> but realised. i, I that love that day. yeah and bro. from there i that's that yeah done accept and enjoy yeah. mm
0: dude so we're gonna to get to your book now but i just want to say thank oh, yeah. you so much
1: please, yeah, yeah yeah
0: thank you so much man like thank you um so thank you a lot i want you to let for people first know where they can find you and then talk about yeah. your book but yep. i also want to really validate this point of please 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 if you are in a place where you we simply want to learn more about yourself but also you mm. want to find a sense of external motivation, but also a way to motivate yourself to find the internal motivation. Because I know for myself, yeah. I started in a place where I needed that external motivation. And Josh is actually a big motivator for me in an external means, but he's also oh, a motivator you. to help me find more internal motivation, which is which is definitely a big factor. Um, yeah. And I think that's such a beautiful, beautiful gift that you've got. Thank that you, you just thank simply you. living your life is such a big motivator for a lot of other people so Mm. thank you for that one point it is special because then on top of that you've got a lot of tools and techniques that actually work very well because they're sharp tools they're not just they're not blunt tools they're not trying to hit hit the axe down sorry hit the tree down with a blunt axe you know you've got a you've got multiple sharp axes to give around but you also have the right things mate absolutely and you also help people to build a steady hand so it's not weak when they're trying to hit the tree right
1: oh so, man you were yeah. dropping oh, no, that no, one no, that no, was oh so... my job man. yeah you got that like,
0: real big so that's why I, that's one of the big reasons why i really want you to go and follow this man so please tell yes, me yes can... so
1: instagram is my most active mm. which will soon be followed by youtube because Yo. that that they'll be starting off so instagram is josh underscore luthwait mm. l-e-w-t-h-w-a-i-t-e mm. viking last name Mm. Cumbria. I'm actually from the UK, believe it or not. I told no, you that. Yeah, I knew that part. So, yeah. yeah, Instagram. And then if you just search that name on YouTube, Facebook. Beautiful. Uh, those are the main ones. Awesome. Um, the book itself, it's not finished yet. It's in the process um, when I get to writing it. With the book, it's literally describing my journey, what I learned from that as we spoke through, and then going Right. This is how you set goals, and this is how you find goals for yourself. And then these are the evening routine techniques and activities. These are the morning routines. There's, I think, there's like eight or ten in each, and it talks through helping you choose the one that works for you mm. and step-by-step on how to implement. Like, how do you start meditation? This whole, If you've never done meditation, how the heck do you think you started? Yeah. Well, this is a step-by-step guide on how cool. to do that. Beautiful. So yeah, message me if you want it. Yeah. Blueprint, man. One on one. I did way find I the it,
0: blueprint, but yeah. now we're
1: making some other ones. Yeah, yeah. Man,
0: it's beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, man. And, thank you, bro. Um, that was great. Yeah, man. I really enjoyed that. And once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, please do review and rate this podcast. If you get an mm. opportunity to, if you learned something, if you took anything from this, please take some time to do that it will only take you about 30 seconds to just do that if that because it allows us to create bigger reach and to um to actually get this message out these messages out especially from beautiful people like josh to people that genuinely need it so if you feel you gained anything please do what you can to help um bring these or spread these messages uh just simply by subscribing and um by reviewing this podcast and one more thing um follow us on instagram uh all the details will be in the description along with josh's uh at the, at the pocket coach or with myself at coach Keza k-e-z-z-a so other than that guys thank you very much and uh thank you yeah uh, yeah thank, thank you for people. listening guys yeah and much love guys stay blessed and uh remember uh, you, you heal yourself i heal myself and um but obviously there's beautiful people like josh um that allow us to create an understanding of how to do that so yeah this don't be don't ever be afraid to find a guide find a coach um to help yourself discover how to heal yourself because that's a big thing
1: can i just say there's literally a fly on the camera yeah there is this is hilarious oh wow oh yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) what a moment i don't know if i'll be in the camera i don't think we are it's literally just gonna be black i'm just gonna be like this This anyway crazy thanks for watching guys much love (laughs) stay (laughs) blessed Shut oh, yeah.